What's up, Shots Fire listeners? Today's show is brought to you by Earthquaker Devices, your go-to spot for handmade guitar effect pedals. Founded by Jamie Stillman, former tour manager of the Black Keys. Wow! I love that band. I know... Jeff, you're going to hate me for that. No, I like that band. They're a really good band. Earthquaker Devices. The Vanson's thick freakness. (laughs) Earthquaker Devices' goal is to manufacture high-quality handmade effect pedals that utilize the best in analog technology, as well as current DSP innovations to achieve modern clarity while maintaining vintage character. Check them out, guys. We're so happy to have them sponsoring Shots Fired today. Their website is www.earthquakerdevices.com, and I will be using their guitar pedals and to affect my voice in live performance. And go, yeah. go buy it so we can sustain the show. Yeah, you just, don't have to be a, a just do guitarist it. to just use it. Just go buy something yeah. there. Yeah. You can you be a rapper. It's fine. Tell them I sent you. I'm uh, going to use it. <laughs> I always wanted to say that. So now, now it's been said. Shots fired. What's up? This is Jeff Weiss. You're tuning to Shots Fired, a podcast about hip-hop and iced coffee. Sitting here. Next to No Can Do, rocking the Mexican soccer jersey like he was a y- Actually, I don't know, it might be Argentine. He might be a young Diego Maradona. It's definitely a Mexican soccer jersey. I don't know any Mexican soccer players, so I just wanted to go with an Argentine. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I've said this before, and on this podcast whilst wearing this jersey, but I was wearing the variant color, the black one. Yeah. Uh, you know, Immortal Technique a long time ago, at Rock the Bells, or... or pay dues whichever one i was at the jungles of guadalajara yeah i was i was absolutely hot and and drunk and you know that that beer dryness and uh you know and vulnerable and uh no i don't know if i like where the story is going no 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 (laughs) but like i was was drunk and tired and vulnerable (laughs) no and then immortal technique (laughs) made me vote for ralph nader (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's close but uh basically he got on stage and he did this i'm a sucker for like the acapella rap part in a set where like somebody just goes off for like 20 bars (laughs) and he just went off for like all these bars and he was just like you know and he got to the point where he said i'm never on my knees so i'm never next to blow like you get the double entendre yeah, he's yeah. talking about labels and then he was like and this isn't southern california it's northern mexico and then like <laughs> it's la bro so many mexican people they're just like wilding out oh shit film crew here all right so many mexican why do you I, i'll just say whatever <laughs> we're I being think. filmed right now they're watching us. it's jay-z is watching us <laughs> <laughs> yeah he knows we're gonna talk about the record yeah but you know ever since then i was like you know what you drive down to mexico it looks like you're on the five you know like i mean you're on the five well i feel i feel mexican this is a really funny scene in, Ar- in arrested development where like buster like goes to santa Ana because they're from like newport yeah and like buster like he just goes in the back of the housekeeper's car and thinks he's in mexico <laughs> he's just like and he's just like he's convinced he's in mexico yeah um, i feel like the main broth of certain places are like you know like the main broth of san francisco you know is like chinese you know the main broth of like uh you know oakland is like black you know the main broth of la is mexican like definitely. it's you know so like yeah. i feel like you know I feel low key Mexican sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I don't. I don't really wear. I'm not really the kind of guy that can pull off a soccer jersey. Yeah, I know anybody, he was a jersey guy. Anybody can pull off a soccer jersey. Nah, anybody. Not, I, soccer jersey. I is just a pretty t-shirt. stupid in jerseys too. This is just a t-shirt. I actually used to wear baseball jerseys. I had a Deion Sanders mm-hmm. jersey. Yeah, yeah. Circa the must be the money era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was pretty proud of that one. Deion Sanders. I, I, I feel like I had a Japanese baseball jersey. That was tight. you had a Jap. What was it? Henshin Tigers. Um. I want to say it was a Yomieri Giants or whatever, but it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> it was not. I don't know what it was. So okay. some, yeah. Very, it was cool. It was it's cool. It's very interesting to our listeners. If I, I feel like if when you wear jerseys from other countries, 
Yeah, you're exotic. We're exotic and erudite. Guys. You know, bitches be like, "Oh, you <laughs> yeah. look well traveled." Like, I just really got this from the Adidas store and the Promenade. I've got tons of Batman jerseys from Southeast Asia. Really? Waller. No, I don't know if they wear jerseys in Batman, but it's very popular. I, mean, I think, I think they wear like collared shirts. Collared shirts. These like polo shirts, almost. Really? Yeah, but they're like jersey material, though. Yeah. yeah. So. Fourth of July <laughs> weekend happened. So, anyways, Fourth of July weekend. You have a good Fourth of July weekend. Did you um, drink alcohol? I had like one or two beers. It was low key. Uh, a couple of friends came over, and I was at the house with the family. And um, I wasn't able to get out of town to go, or not out of town, but out of my nice little West Side home to go all the way. A nice little West Side apartment to go all the way to my old neighborhood. Yeah, to buy. A big, big box of fireworks. But oh yeah, I, but I did have like I did. You have, can't buy. You can't buy any fireworks in Santa Monica. I, I'm not in Santa Monica. I'm in Mid City, but I don't know anybody there. So like it's different. Like you know, I can't like I can't just walk up and be like, hey, where's you got? Some, you got some fireworks, kid? Like they were like, get the fuck out of here. But like yeah, my old neighborhood. Like you know, I can just go buy. I can literally buy a, like a truck. I can't even carry it away in my my car because I'll get like caught with the illegal fireworks sticking out the back window. But I had a shoebox worth of fireworks from last year, uh-huh. and you know, I showed my kids. You know what a responsible dad is supposed to do, <laughs> which is, you know, go into the middle of the street and just blow shit up. <laughs> You're just blowing shit up. Just blowing shit up. And, uh, you know, everybody. And then, you know, I bonded with my wife. I let her blow some shit up. You it's know? romantic. It was truly, truly romantic. Fourth of July is truly a holiday for lovers. Yeah, what'd you do? <laughs> um, I, nothing really. Ha! Like, I, I went to a barbecue and then I... Oh, that's good. I tried to go to Griffith Park to watch fireworks and that was too stupid. Like, that's like so funny. Like, everybody in LA go, like, went to Griffith Park to watch fireworks. It was fucking packed. Parking is done. Yeah. And then, like, we get up there. There's, like, thousands of people there and everyone has this, like, stunning realization simultaneously that you can't see fireworks from Griffith no! Park. No! Yeah, because it's so fucking high up. So what? then I went down to my street. The and fireworks it, are like below you, and it looked like fucking Iraq. It was just like it was just like, like live in Echo in Park, right? No, like Los Feliz. Los Feliz, but it's like there's some. It's like a block by block kind of thing. So like yeah. there's like there's there's kind of like Armenian mafia. I think on my block, <laughs> I've been told, yeah. and there's a lot of like young Mexican kids, and uh, they were going crazy. Anywhere in LA, there's going to be street fireworks. There's, there's gonna there's, it's gonna be there. They were doing that shit all weekend till yeah. Sunday. Like just I uh, yeah. Yeah. My cat was terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've scuffed the Fitzgerald the cat, not as hard as he made himself out to be. My uh my <laughs> my mother in law's like neighbor, dude named Warren, he's mm-hmm. like this old uh Vietnam vet. He's like an old school dude, you know. He's always got like a gold watch on. He's always like checking on the neighborhood, he's taking walks around, he's got a hip replacement. But uh one time he was like, Yeah, man, you know. I love every holiday except Fourth of July. <laughs> I was like, "Why?" He was like, oh. "The fireworks, man! It, I can't sleep through that shit. It reminds me of the shit, you know." Yeah. And so, like, I just like while I was blowing shit up way, way, way far away from him, I just imagine that Warren is just like, like you know, sitting with his fucking gun on his fucking bed <laughs> and just waiting for it to go down. It's like Grand Torino. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like Grand Torino, yeah. low key. All the this is right by SMC. They live right uh, by SMC, and all the kids come come to the alley oh, by yeah. SMC to smoke weed. And he like he, he'll come oh, outside. He'll be like, miss, get out of here with that dope. I miss college. <laughs> <laughs> I just miss like smoke. I mean, I I still will like. I, uh, I mean, who am I kidding? I will sometimes smoke weed at eleven thirty on a Tuesday. But yeah, you can't just pretend like not usually. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I but mean, you could though. No, I could. You have one of those jobs that a college education has allowed a lot of freedom. Yeah, there was a yeah. point like in like five, four or five years ago where I'd be like, I'm doing a blog post on Red Man. It's eleven o'clock on a summer Tuesday. I was like, I'm gonna take some bung rips because mm-hmm. I'm like Red Man would want it this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I've kind of mellowed out. Now I only I only smoke weed for work at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'll occasionally if I'm out, you know, kick it. I'll yeah. smoke, but. I try to only smoke weed for work. Yeah. I'm a responsible adult. Uh, I try to only smoke weed when I just want to have a nervous breakdown. And, <laughs> and when I want to... Well, that's, that's how I do it, too. That's <laughs> what work is. Yeah, it's just like, ah, shit. Yeah. I don't know. Some people like some people can write drunk. Like, with that, that shit blows my mind. Can you yeah. can you rap drunk? You probably rap drunk. I can freestyle drunk. Like, yeah. I could like, party fun freestyle, yeah. but I can't do, like, the intricate, like, rapper-rapper freestyle, like, where the rappers think is cool. But I can, like, I can impress some, like, other drunk kids on, you know, yeah. like, you know, somewhere. Like what, they, about on Mo- what about on Molly? Um... I mean, yeah. Have I, you ever have you ever rapped on Molly? I've never done Molly, bro. Have you? You no. know, I don't. You know, I don't be fucking. What with kind of rapper like are you not doing Molly? I don't, <laughs> dude, hey, like, I I'm a responsible father of three. It's not even that I'm a responsible father, bro. Like, I I just imagine that, like, you know, like I, you know, like the crack epidemic really scared me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know I, it scared the shit out of me, like crackheads, and like I have yeah. like I have like you know uh, I have like you know I, I was a crackhead, and my stepfather, you know, he sold dope and then became a crackhead, and like I've seen it like really close. So every time a new drug comes out, I'm yeah. like, that's crack. It's gonna be the new crack. Like, I'm telling you, it's like Jackie Chan and Problem running around loose in the streets. <laughs> yeah, and getting so I, your kids full of Molly. So so it's like you know when like people were doing E, and then like like now I feel like those fucking dabs, like like I, that's the new crack. Yeah, like. like like that's the new crack because like, Molly has proven to not like incapacitate people and make them still fucking PS3s yeah, it just and shit. Makes them kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking the dabs though. I mean the dabs weed's not gonna make you still. Something's gonna come out that just fuck. I mean meth happened, you know. Yeah. But like it's gonna hit the urban urbans again, you know. I, I and I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, I, I think the greatest uh, Molly song will always be an ecstasy song, and that will be Bone Thugs and Harmony's ecstasy song. Have you heard that ecstasy song? Nah, you should play it right now, All though. Right, let's play it right now. What's up, nigga? Hell yeah, what's up, my nigga? Ain't nothing just out here grinding, my nigga. You know what it is. What's up, nigga? What you need? I need some weed. Oh, man, I don't even fuck with the weed no more, man. Oh, hell no, nah, man. I got this new shit, man. This shit called ecstasy, man. Ecstasy. What? Nigga, this the shit, man. I'm telling you, nigga, this shit have you on the level with your female. And everything, nigga. Look, yeah, I'm gonna give you one of these motherfuckers that you try this motherfucker out, man. And I bet you just calling me tomorrow, talking about you want some more of this shit, man. I'm telling you, she had you on the level, man. You need to put that weed down, fuck with this shit, boy. I'm telling you, boy. This I'm telling you, boy, she had you on the level. Fuck it, give me what the motherfuckers did, man. Yeah, take that one and call me in the Bitch, bitch, cause we floating in the next to see. I feel 
so village, 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 cause we floating in ecstasy. Are there any songs that are like glorifying crack from like the 80s, like before everybody knew that it was gonna fuck them up? There's that song, Your Mom's on Crack Rock, but I wouldn't call that glorifying. It's not glorifying like, like free. No, there was White Lines originally was anti coke. It was was like anti. From the the jump, like, all I know is that Busy Bone is just one of the greatest rappers of all time. Always. I feel like Busy Bone and Dose One from Anticon and Very Silly. Peace from Freestyle Fellowship and. You know, I was going to say, like, they're, they're, they're these, like, you know, these, like, weird, amazing, like, space Yo, alien. Do- the connections dudes. between Dose One and Busy Bone, I never noticed that, but they kind of both do a similar thing. I think they're both from Cincinnati, too, bro. Well, Cleveland and Cincinnati, yeah, they're both Ohio. Yeah, oh, oh, so Dose is from... Dose from Cincinnati. Dose is from Cincinnati, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm about, yeah, I'm about that, 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 that high pitch Ohio. Well, also like that early shit that he would do on like the Aesop Rock records. Yeah. Like, like Dose kind of does. Yeah, do the, the, the early yeah. shit, the 666 baggage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever the fuck. Yeah, man. Somebody's yeah, gonna he's re- a great under, uh, one of the most underrated rappers, I think, of the last 10 years, Dose One. No, what, what? But maybe I'm my people that are like listening to this podcast, I guarantee most people haven't heard Dose One. Nah, you know what I'm, you know, or they're like, oh, white Anticon, blah, 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 yeah, like some Mike, kind of bullshit. Mike Eagle has this song called Backpack Pass, where yeah. like p- all these people are, are like disavowing their like old interest in like rap trends that like happen, you know, like. Oh, no. It's like there's a lot of people that were listening to I have Dose like eight One. Talib Kweli tattoos, and that shit is just embarrassing now. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> various Arabic letters that Talib told me to get. Yeah, no, I don't know. Macklemore's taking Talib Kweli and Big Crit on his na- national tour. Oh, yeah. Like I love Macklemore and Mac Miller's plot to make everybody like them by by like just uh, osmosis. You think so? <laughs> I mean, I think they're probably both really nice guys that like like rap and are like very similar to your average like white hip hop fan. You think so? Yeah, they're just probably like I mean, yeah. I mean, they're probably like nice people because like why they wouldn't get to where like some they're not that talented where like their like dickheadedness would like override you know the talent would override them being dickheads. I feel like Macklemore is like is more talented than Mac Miller. You know, I feel like technically... But I like Mac Miller more. Yeah, because I think he's cooler. <laughs> well, it's not hard. <laughs> Macklemore is like, you know, he's just like... He's just like that guy at rehab that's like really nice. At rehab? <laughs> but he's just really earnest and like really positive. You don't like, like that, just, do you? No, I, you know, I have trouble with... Pos- I was thinking about positivity the other day. I was thinking about um my biggest problems with, between me and my wife like yeah. like are that I'm always like super positive about yeah. things. I'm like, we just got a flat tire in the middle of the five driving to Oakland or whatnot. She's like, oh, we're fucked. And I was like, no, baby, we got a donut. She's like, call AAA. I was like, man, we got six toes. I don't want to use none of the toes. Like, I got this, you know? <laughs> and then she was like, you're always so high, like, positive about shit. I'm just like, no, I like, I like, See, I I like, like changing I, tires, baby. It makes me feel like a man. And you know, like, I don't know, bro. Yeah. 
You can change tire. I can't change. I'm like going camping next weekend too, and that's another thing that Jews just can't do. What? Yeah, Jews camping. We're not like dude. A me- the whole fucking we're not like a mechanic. The whole people. first testament was about Jews camping. No, but like that was not my tribe. I think I think there was a tribe. I always think I was in a tribe complaining on the edge of the desert. Like, why are we walking? Why is the food so bad? I'm I hot. It, I, you know, I need an internet connection. There's no iced coffee. I would have sucked in prehistoric times. I, like, here's the thing, you know, like Not every 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 but... time, like a black kid tells me, like, man, I never learned to swim. I think about West African pearl divers. I'm like, you know, you know, black people can't swim. That fucking joke. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Like, you don't. You, you need to get in touch with the old you, bro. I'm, yeah. Like, I think, I think we're just waiting for like a black swimmer version of Tiger Woods. I mean, it's gonna you know, just change the game. I, they, there has that to be will happen. The, there has to be the money has to be there. Yeah, I'm the money has to be there. <laughs> Like, if, remember, you not, yeah. West African pearl divers, they weren't fucking diving for fucking things not that weren't worth copper. money. Yeah. You know, like, come well, on. Copper was, uh, you know. I'm, I'm probably sure. offending, like, everybody who listens to the Tap you know Smiley value, show right now. You know it's valuable then? Salt. Well, <laughs> salt, <laughs> very valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, worth his weight in gold. If it wasn't for salt, we wouldn't have bacon. And I love bacon. I like where you're going with this. Um, what the fuck so are we talking about, about right now? <laughs> let's talk about Jay-Z, because Jay-Z has a new album out, and it's about being rich. Which is whatever. Well, here's the thing. It's funny because I, I I just spent uh, I did a I did an article on it because uh, you know I have to pay my bills somehow because you have to. Yeah. No. I mean, like I figured. I don't know. It's hard because it's like when you're reviewing these records, it's so easy to just be some like stupid like oh this is why Jay Z's rich and he's annoying and he can comp- you know. So I wrote a letter. So you have to be kind of positive. No. Fuck being positive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I like anything anymore sometimes, but. I'm trying to, I try to like things, I, and I don't hate the Jay-Z album, actually, which was really surprising to me. There's a lot of it that, I wouldn't say a lot, I think that's getting a lot ahead of myself. There's a few songs that I actually really, he's got a song with Ganja Sufi. Yeah, yeah, he used a Ganja Sufi song for it. That's like Ganja Sufi's Dido moment, homie. Dude, Ganja I'm, Sufi's fucking, like, he might be, like, doing yoga in the backstage of the fucking Grammys, yeah. ready to go out and perform next Ganja year. Sufi might be too raw for prime time, but I hope not. I hope he's a hook, man, because yeah. he's dope, and he... I mean, think about the chick who did who whose song was used for "I Feel Like Dying." Think about Dido. Think yeah. about like it's, it's uh, yeah. Not, think it's, about the chick who was used. Yeah, who's ever heard of her? It, <laughs> the girl. I, but there was a lawsuit about that. She got paid. Yeah, yeah but it, it it doesn't usually unless the person is ready. It doesn't usually turn into this like take off career kind of thing. Because like if if you're doing a lot of times if you're doing indie shit, you just want to do indie shit. Well, Dido was pretty big after that. But the difference is Ganja Soup is actually really dope. So mm-hmm. hopefully that will lead to it will people. It, I mean, how could it not help him? We, it, dude, he's like soul is so pure and like all that yeah. yoga right there yeah. like he's he's ready for that moment bro seriously i need to have ganja sufi be my yoga teacher <laughs> you gotta go to fucking the desert bro he's he teaches in the desert does he still te- I, I yeah apparently what i heard is that he um didn't even hear about this shit until like a week and a half ago and they just hollered him they're like oh by the way you're on the jay-z record yeah which is like i mean it's a yeah piece to, as zilla rocket tweeted piece of jay-z's ipod holder here let's put it you want to play so we should play some of the song yeah yeah, yeah. I I feel right now like I don't know if you've seen fucking uh, I'm doing downward facing dog. Have you seen Have you seen Bloodsport? You know like like when he was on the train after he was still gonna stop talking after his friend got killed and he was just like driving he was thinking about the past and everything like that montage. This is that type of song right there. This is before Frank Dukes like gets ready to beat up Chun Li. Like the thing about (laughs) this record like uh, there's a there's a lot because it's like. 
here's the other thing, right? Like a lot of people were being like, you know, I ended up what I was saying earlier is that I wrote a review of the record, but it was a letter from Jay Z to Rock Nation shareholders. Yes. So like, you know, because he is so corny. Now. See, he's not corny. I mean, this is not a corny song, but Jay Z is corny. But here's the other thing that I was I was saying. Like everyone's like, oh, Jay Z's. Like unrelatable now because he's only talks about being rich, right? Yeah. And you know, but he does have you know his. He tries to do the come up story again. He doesn't really talk about it that explicitly, but but if you think look back on Jay Z shit, it was always about how he was rich. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. first lines on Reasonable Doubt are about how he like is making money. Reasonable Doubt's all about how like you know second album he didn't have any big singles. What he had like ain't no with Foxy Brown. Yeah, it was not like that big of a single. It was like on the Nutty Professor soundtrack and shit. Second album he's doing like. He's just taunting people about how they don't know the difference between a 4.0 and a 4.6. Get off my dick, hater. He's like, get out of here, cocksucker. He's like, you gonna hop on my dick right there in front of your girl like that? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If you've had as hard a career as Jay-Z's had, like being like second banana for so long, as soon... A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, Jay-Z has the right... At that point, had the right to be like... It was like the I'm rich bitch kind of thing. Yeah, like, I'm rich true. bitch. I'm that's finally, true. you know. That's true. Well, if you, if you don't know the backstory, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of like people that do, but basically. No, no one knows the backstory. The backstory? They just see this flashy motherfucker. Yeah, they you know. know. So here's the backstory on Jay basically is like, he was like Big Daddy. He was originally, I think, Big Daddy. I don't know if, if he was with Jazzo first or Big Daddy Kane, but basically in the like late. Jay Z's been around since the late 80s, but Reasonable Doubt first came out in 96. So there Dude, was, that's eight years. Yeah, 88, he was like... yeah. He was on rec- on a record in, in 88. I think his first record might have been Hawaiian Sophie. But that was his In 88, did he... Did, that was, was, I think, was a song published in 88. No, nah, but he was... I don't I don't know when he did... show. He did a song, I think, called Show and Prove with Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, one I of remember his first songs. And uh, so he was doing that. He was like, Kane would bring him on stage, like, you know... And he was rapping, like, you know, like, fast rap. He was doing the fast rap shit. And then like double time Hibbity be bibbity Really flibby Statue of Liberty Yeah he had the song Called The Originators And Hawaiian Sophie Go watch the Hawaiian Sophie Yeah should we play the Hawaiian We should probably play The Hawaiian Sophie shit Because it's just Kind of hilarious I mean I, I, To be totally honest I, I don't give a fuck You can do what you want I don't care Can we go, I mean go ahead Alright So this is This is new Jay Z So just for the contrast This is like The first shit That Jay Z came up on Is called Hawaiian Sophie And it was a song like it's it's like the corniest song ever, and uh, it was by a guy named Jazzo, who's his mentor, and that's actually how he got the name uh, Jay Z, because he was like little jazz, basically. He was, you know, which is he was all. And the thing about Jay Z is that he's always kind of been like kind of a biter, but like really good at it. Like he'll he'll take the style and adapt it to himself, mm-hmm. but he'll never be the usually. It's funny. I mean, it's like the Model T, like Ford, Henry Ford. You know, just yeah. like I'm gonna take this yeah. and make he didn't it practical. The car. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna make make this practical. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, I mean, it started out. I mean, he was doing. Then he heard Elmatic. This yeah. is the story, and then he kind of switched up his whole style. And that was kind of. I mean, listen to this fucking song. You gotta see the video. It's like Jay Z and Hawaiian Church. And it's just like, this shit. This shit sounds hilarious. And this is jazz. Let's get to when Jay Z comes in. See you at the luau. I imagine having a luau party in New York is like having a fucking 
I don't know. We don't have parties like that uh, in, in LA. Like we don't have themed. We have tiki bars. We have tiki bars. <laughs> yeah. You never been to a tiki bar? I mean, if there's no smoke. That's got to be a white person thing. Yeah, it's a white person thing. Yeah. I, like, I've never, come to think of it, I've never seen a black person in a tiki bar. Look, like, I've been to like luau's, but it's hosted by a Samoan or Tongan or Hawaiian family. There's a pig in the fucking ground, yeah, you know? And like, you low key, f- I mean, you're, you're usually in Carson at the time. <laughs> Hawaiian Gardens. Yeah, but you you know, it, it fits, it makes sense, you know? I mean, this is just like, this is like the corniest song ever. But like, You can stop this now. No, Jay-Z hasn't rapped yet, I think. Does he have to? For us to get how fucking silly it is? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this, this <laughs> sample... Imagine, you, this sample is just like racist. I imagine this sample is like colored to the back entrance, you know? Like... Alright, whatever. Skip through to Jay Z's. I don't know, who fucking cares. Anyways, <laughs> this shit is bullshit. But uh, likable. I, I think I have this actually on like seven inch single. I found this when I was in Baton Rouge or twelve inch single. I found it in Baton Rouge, like the, of the all places. Uh, yeah, in the Baton Rouge, tre- the treasure chest. Just yeah. the one that mom and pop left in Baton Rouge. Yeah, and they had like nine. They had like nineteen dollar like CDs of like Baton Rouge rappers I've ever heard of. I'm like, who here can afford a nineteen dollar obscure mix? I was like, I, I went in like I was like, I'm just gonna buy. A bunch of five dollar mixtapes and get the fucking history of Baton Rouge trap. They're like nineteen dollars each. I like Baton Rouge, not for the music. Not, I mean, Baton the music is cool, and I imagine that you can find some cool records there. But uh, a lot of hot girls there. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, well, LSU. Oh yeah, LSU. Yeah. yeah, and then they all drop out and work at like fucking. You know, something around there. I know, like, multiple, like, uh, like of the girls I met there, like, like, or like, went out with maybe on a date or something. Like, definitely two of them are already pregnant right now. One was pregnant while I went on a date with her. I didn't even know she was like three months, yeah. two months. And, like, you know, <laughs> thankfully the date didn't end quote unquote well because that would have just been kind of weird. But, yeah, like, seven months later, if she's the like, I'm the, now the proud mom. I was like, go. Oh. I was like, well. At least I couldn't have got her pregnant. I was gonna say, yeah, like, <laughs> like you, you could have just went raw and, like, you know. She was proudly telling me how she was a red bone. I was like, I have listened to boozy songs, so I'm familiar with that term. Like, yeah, it was, it was a trip. I, I would have handled that situation so much. She worked at the Ramada Inn with really? the, when I was st- where I was staying. Yeah. Oh, really? How yeah. many keys did she have? Like, she could just make make one of those plastic yeah, she keys. She was cool because they found my weed. They found my weed on like they found my weed on like the they sw- I had to switch hotel rooms and it was like a Saturday morning or something. And it was like I had to be in court in like thirty minutes and like then they're like you have to switch all your stuff and I've been there for like a week already and I was like stuff was everywhere so I left the weed by the Gideon Bible mm. um, where I've been hiding it mm-hmm. and then they came the maid came in and like so like then. I called her up and I was like before like I knew they was the other room so like I frantically not come back later frantically knocking on the door of the of the hotel of my old room like hoping the new person's in there no one's there yeah. called the front desk I'm like this is really embarrassing but I left my medicine in the other room and I was hoping someone could let me in to get it oh she's like oh we found your medicine <laughs> and wow like, and then, like, she basically told the, the owner, because he was, like, some, like, intense Indian dude that wanted to, like, throw me the fuck out. Yeah. And, uh... Thought she, you were a drug lord. Yeah, she explained, and then she's like, but... She's like, you gotta smoke me out, and I had another jar of the... While she was pregnant. 
Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was smoking weed when she was pregnant. Some chick tried. I to- was like rolling joints, and they're like, they're like, they're looking at me like, like, like I brought like paste picante sauce. Like, so, and- some chick tried to convince me. Like, she was like, I smoked weed when I was pregnant with my kid the whole time. You know, in Egypt they used to fucking you know use this and this and that. I was like, I don't give a fuck what they did in <laughs> Egypt. I don't get like, like if you're my fucking lady and you're smoking weed while you're pregnant, I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna flip out. You can't do that shit. Yeah, that you know, it's like. Like I'll, I'll put it the the downside far upweighs the positive is that I mean, let's let's say no fucking study has proven <laughs> that that doesn't harm children or whatnot. You're not gonna say your kid genius. Come, <laughs> yeah, like, your kid comes out way too chill. Like you know, like your kid comes out like let's say he's, your kid's first word is bro. He's smart, yeah, and, he, and he's just like chill, bro. Like, like nah, fuck, I, I don't want that. Yeah, oh, he's never gonna do algebra. Yeah, <laughs> like he's never gonna want to do algebra. He's like, I can do it, but I rather not. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Whatever. So, anyways, back to the, back to the Jay Z record. So, Jay Z basically like he has like a couple singles flops. Like no one like cares. That has to. The only reason why he started Rockefeller was because like literally no one wanted to put out his record. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Hellfire Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Daddy Kev will be offended by that. Um, no, he Kev wanted to put out my record. So yeah, 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 yeah. But no one wanted to put out Jay Z's record because the singles flopped. And then basically he Foxy Foxy Brown was sixteen, got an eight no. Nutty got somehow got in the Nutty Professor soundtrack. Was minor hit career took off, but he really didn't blow up, blow up until like I mean second album too. Like they tried without you know even though we you belong to the city record that I, that like got hit that like didn't blow up. I, I imagine that when you leave when you leave a bar like in well dressed in a nice car with no girl alone and you play that song <laughs> it makes you it makes you feel better like especially if you're driving over one of those bridges in, in why like me it's like driving back from San Francisco Glenn to Oakland Frey, and the it's just like damn like I almost got that girl's number you know <laughs> but I belong to the city though like I don't belong to her but at least I belong to the city <laughs> I'm Instagram that photo from the bridge, that view from the bridge, <laughs> alone. Oh, like, maybe I can get the wheels of my car. Um, yeah, and then he, uh, he linked up with Puffy on that record. Can you remember that <laughs> little cheesy Puffy song where it's like, yeah. "You be my sunshine." He had sung with Little Cam, and it was. It was but then he, he and he, Puffy knew about those slam dunks, bro. Yeah, Puff, but he didn't. He didn't slam dunk. I mean, it did a lot better than the old, old shit. Yeah, no, it made him bigger. Yeah, but the thing about Jay versus the, that old Jay versus the new Jay is, I think. Uh, remember one? He raps way worse now, which is sucks. no, he doesn't. Yeah, he raps way worse. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he's awkward, dude. Imagine if you were forty forty five, bro, and trying to do anything like I, like you know, it's like it's it's hard. It's it's hard to keep up with kids. Andre three thousand said he said this, and he's like one of yeah. the, one of the goats or whatnot. He said something like, you know, all these kids idolize me, and the hardest part is getting on a song with them and not getting eaten up. Yeah, well, he, you know? he was saying like I remember that quote. He's like, because they have all the new flows and like you know yeah. they sound, and they but, have the true the hunger. And I think Jay Z's done well for hum- a dude. Done. Yeah, no, and that's, that's the sitting thing. on millions of dollars. I, I agree, and I'm not mad at this record because at the same time, like. Mm. This is like, it's like a Rolling Stones record in 1992 and shit. Mm. It's like, yo, no, okay, like, yeah. all right, so I like the Voodoo I, Lounge song. You remember that song where Mick Jagger's like stomping in the buildings? And yeah. it's like, this shit is made for like the new Beverly Hills 90210, like where like they're like, oh, we're going to a concert. It's Jay Z and Justin Timberlake. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't really. Well, Speaking I mean, of Justin Timberlake, I just, I, I hated Justin Timberlake for a long time. I still do. Um, but I just got, I understand him. I understand. I, you know, I hated Justin Timberlake because yeah. he's just stopped doing music. 
Yeah. And you know, I was just you like, hated him because he stopped doing music. I hated him because he just stopped doing music and like jumped. That's when I started jumped, to like him. Jump back in and all this shit. And but I realized I saw like an old Star Search with Justin Timberlake yeah. dressed up like fucking Woody from uh, Toy Story. Yeah, you know, and I was like, oh, you've been made to do music your whole fucking yeah. life. I could see why you get bored of it. Yeah, and, and you know, jump back in and out as if like you know. I was listening to his record actually last night. I'd never listened to it the 2021. Why'd you listen to that? Why'd you? I was writing a column for LA Weekly on like kind of the different albums and kind of more the marketing and that's kind of my problem I, I like the flying lotus at a tweet he's like keep on getting hyped for these event records but then i hear them and all i go is mm-hmm. that's exactly how i feel about it because i feel like the marketing of these records far outstrips like the uh actual content yeah it's not i mean and the jay-z the, the, I, I respect what justin timberlake did just i respect what jay-z did jay-z made a rap record this record is better than blueprint three mm-hmm. it's better than kingdom kingdom come is fucking awful that shit is garbage i don't think it's for you and i though no, neither is this record. My my fucking wife loves that really? Kingdom Come. <laughs> She's played it. I mean, I, I dude, for the sake of my relationship, I have to learn to like everything. You're she such likes. a good person. That's why you're such an optimist. <laughs> <laughs> you're like such a good person. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. yeah I'm yeah. like, I'm like a fascist. I'm like, no, I don't want to hear any of that shit. Yeah, no, yeah. but it's Daft Punk record. All this shit, I feel like, and like none of these records are bad records. I, I don't think Yeezus has some great moments. Daft Punk record has some amazing moments. I mean, Get Lucky is an amazing single. That is one of the best songs of the year. I swear to God, dude. I I, I feel that's one of those songs that like you can play with any. That shit is bar mitzvah for staple for the next 40 years yeah yeah like that's just gonna be at all all the weddings and my kids can sing it yeah and you know he doesn't say the word like fuck one time but references fucking yeah and you know in a roundabout way it's like an old school it's like an old and the whole album is a little (laughs) now my problem with this record is like i keep on feeling all these records is i feel like everything now popular is made for stockbrokers and like sorority girls grown up Mm -hmm. and that shit bothers me because i'm not one of those people and that's fine like i have my own like esoteric underground shit that i'll probably always listen to whatever but um like the daft punk record it's like stockbrokers that enjoy some molly you know and just like dancing on the weekend and like it's like kind of your parents music and mm-hmm. it's like it's well done i mean it's, it's done i don't think it's like your parents music but i think it it, it is music like being a young dad and i'll be like in a fucking pta meeting or whatnot yeah. and so like i'm i'm 30 and there'll be like somebody that's like you know 37 38 you know and uh and they'll like they'll relate to me like have you heard the new Jesus? you know like yeah and they have they're like really yeah, into you're a it. rapper you must have heard this kanye west they don't know i'm a rapper because oh. i never That's i tell smart. my daughter to tell them that i'm a plumber shut the <laughs> really? on my mama like yeah like i don't want that type of fucking my attention. dad is a mario brother <laughs> <laughs> but like you know uh i i have to say like uh you know like they'll they'll be like oh so have you heard of this Jay Z fella you know uh, he was on Oprah and like you know and like it's it's one of those things I don't know but, <laughs> yeah it's but, like all like a, you know it's, play another song from the record play it play a song from the record yeah. I mean there's a song he samples Adrian Young oh hey you know what let's go we'll to take commercial a break, break. Yeah. we'll come back we'll we'll babble more about this nonsensically all right cool. <laughs> or sensically shots fired shots fired Hey guys, we're super excited to talk to you about our new sponsor, Earthquaker Devices. They're a great fit for our show because I know a bunch of you listeners will dig their work. Earthquaker Devices is a company based out of Akron, Ohio that produces awesome guitar pedals with vintage character and modern sound. They make all their pedals by hand so they can maintain their standards of excellent build quality and unmatched tonal possibilities. If you guys are looking for a guitar pedal, this is the place. Personally, I got my eye on the Disaster Transport SR. Besides having a sick name, it's Earthquaker device, mostly advanced delay pedal to date. I'm really using this shit on all my shows. It is a dual delay with reverb and modulation. 
Both delays can be run separately in parallel, in series or in series slash parallel. To take it one step further, there are also expression controls for the repeats on delay A as well as the bleeding delay A into delay B. What you know about that? The switching was designed so each delay can be used individually or in tandem with either true bypass or trails. With 10 parameters to control and three foot switches, the amount of control and routing options included make this one of the most unique and flexible delays on the market. They've got a lot of other models available online if the Disaster Transport SR sounds a little bit too intense for you. Guys, are sponsoring our show today and they're giving me gear, so do us a solid and go check them out online. That's www.earthquaker.com devices.com thanks for listening shots fired. and we are back this is shots fired the magna carta <laughs> magna carta holy fail the magna carta holy grill it wasn't a fail Grand it's Opus. not a fail because jay-z sold a million copies to samsung so that's at the end of the day at the end of the day this is his like what 14th it's number one record 12th record 13th record i think it yeah 12th but, record well there's a whatchamacallit does watch the throne count here's the because he's talking about the yeah number i one mean plus releases. he's got like the street you know the streets is watching shit mm-hmm. and he had the fade to black shit you know like he's yeah. had i mean he had that fucking whack-ass lincoln park record here's the thing about jay-z that people don't <laughs> understand is like i was saying he fool's always done corny shit and like blueprint 2 is tons of, he's got a song called guns and roses with lenny kravitz yeah, yeah, yeah. kanye was like as zilla like zilla was what i was talking about with him and he was like he's like you know like Kanye is the only one with like cool taste at like rock because Jay-Z like never Mm. really well my homie who's a black rock musician keyboardist Mm. for uh, the Mars Volta he also has his own band uh, dude uh, Ike Owens Mm -hmm. and like he's always like hey Rappers have horrible taste in rock. The worst taste. And he in tells rock. me, if you ever make that Fourier into wanting to do some rock shit, please holler at me right now. And I was like, he used to holler at me when it happens. And I'm just like, for one, I have great taste in rock. <laughs> Two, I still think what, I'll holler at you. What rock do you like? What rock do I yeah. like? I don't know. I like uh, exactly. I like. Well, I like. Okay, I like '90s rock. Okay, so I like fucking. Like, I like Toadies and I like fucking Smashing Pumpkins. I like Nirvana, you know. But like, it's fitting for a dude my age. That's all I I'm mean, saying. I don't know. I, I mean, Jay Z, like on this right. He I mean he did, uh, got. I uh, got an Adrian Young sample, which yeah. is cool. I mean, yeah. It's you know that's cool. I mean, yeah. I mean that <laughs> you're like yeah whatever. I mean you know that shit is like selling out like like large. It doesn't to me. It's 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 not like. He had Timbaland. So Timbaland. Uh, I, I always wonder about these things. How do these guys get a hold of this? Because you know it's not them on the internet. They've got like teams. How do you know it's not them on the internet? Uh, he's, he even says like, I don't even fuck with the internet like that. How can you be but on you the internet? Who Timbaland says that or Jay-Z? Jay-Z. Timbaland, I mean. It's not in a rapper's benefit to be on the internet like no. that. Because all those, all those words and opinions can't seep into your fucking uh, lead singer syndrome head. Yeah. But a beat dude, like all beat dudes are are nerds yeah from 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 yeah. like all they do is they care about gear and bandwidth and you know and like all all this stuff so i can imagine timbaland like you know with like you know like some buffalo wings and like you know some fucking wet naps and just like he's just on the internet all day looking for like new shit you know yeah yeah i feel um i like how timbaland's Timbaland got a new guy named uh named what's it called uh j-rock to make his beats this guy's producer and i'm like you know you could have googled j-rock and just i know that might be your nickname but like he is one of the greatest djs of all time like maybe you want to get a different name i mean there's a, there's a couple j-rocks and i feel like you know here's the thing like 
rap not rap names rap names a lot of times come from your nickname when you're a kid totally. in your neighborhood or whatnot it's not a good nickname. check this check this out bro <laughs> in 2013 there's there's a j-rock in it like in every hood there is my name is james mccall i there's think a, there's the j-rock j-a-y-r-o-c-k there's a jimmy mack in every hood i mean this transcends but business, this one though. is j-rock j-r-o-c which is just super corny because it's on the jay-z record yeah <laughs> he's branded you know, sometimes you don't you don't uh, choose your nickname. Who, who else? And there's a white Mike in every every hood. White Mike. There's a white Mike. Yeah. You know, there's like it's you know even if your name's not Mike, uh-huh. if you're a white guy and you grew up in the hood, they're gonna call you White Mike. Speaking speaking of rock, <laughs> Jay Z by the way flips uh, Kurt Cobain on Holy Grail. He's got I just, don't like that part. He's got Justin Timberlake. I don't like that part. Nirvana hook. He says something. We're entertainers and we're stupid. I was like, don't do that. Yeah, just don't shut do the that. Fuck up. He's dead. <laughs> he's just like he's dead leave yo, him Kirk alone Kirk Cobain would have hated this record with every bit of his fiber of his fucking being you think so? yes who knows maybe Kirk Cobain would just be old and lame now too uh, does everyone get old and lame is that really what it's just a matter of fact uh, how, how's Bob Dylan doing? Like James Brown never James got Brown. old and lame. See, okay. James Brown no, never got old no, and lame. No, no. Bob Dylan j- j- fucking had visions in, of Jesus in 1979, coked out of his fucking mind. And it's and the made drugs. four years of religious albums. The, the drugs keep you cool. Nah, he, but that was, you know, then he went sober, I think. And then, like, even yeah. then, he never. James really Brown was like PCP and all that shit. J- George like, Clinton's still cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, but he's broke too. I, I, I would think that Kurt Cobain might have some financial problems. Yeah. You know, the thing about this record is like, I, it's so, it's not like that Jay-Z's talking about money, because Jay-Z like, look, but it's that he never had, he, he's past the point where he can write like a Where I'm From, a, uh, you know, even a Song Cry, like a, you know, you remember this Campy Life, you know, that yeah. was just like, those songs like you felt, and there's nothing on here that you really feel, like it's like a hollow kind of emotion, sort of. It's and, like it's like good songs, but it, like it's for well him, made for him to talk about like cer- certain personal life shit. Like, like here's the thing: every man that's dealt with a pregnant woman absolutely dislikes certain days of their life dealing with this pregnant woman. But his his wife is also famous. Like he's in a fucked up position. Yeah, he's in a like, crazy position. I can't position. make this like song where I'm just like totally saying I hate my wife right now. <laughs> you know, it, like I mean, things are maybe too good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's trying really hard to find things wrong, but at the end of the day, like fool is eating like vanilla wafers in his villa. And you're like, how bad is your life? Like, I know, like, the paparazzi probably kind of annoying. I know, like, Scott Boris, like, he might be a good rival for you. Like, I know that sometimes you get outbid on an auction for painting that you really want. Yeah. But, like, you don't have first world problems. You have, like, Rob Report problems. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it's just too much. And he's not funny anymore, where he used to be kind of funny. It's just not funny. Like I mean, I, I still think he's a like he's he's a, he's an excellent rapper. He's he's like you know for being like damn near but, fifty, he's really good. Like technically, yeah, man, I still respect yeah. him. I can't hate because it's just he's still like Jay Z, man. Like, I, I have this analogy about, about he's not cool though anymore. I have this analogy about critics, dude. This is what this is my analogy about writers, right? Yeah. So like back when I was a kid, I used to go to like arcades to play Street Fighter. Yeah, and I was a kid. And I was reading my, you know, my game facts, or I was re- reading my, you know, Nintendo w- Power. Wizard Magazine, Nintendo Power, learning my moves. <laughs> yeah, you Wizard Magazine. And so you would go up up there, and there's always the guy that's kicking everybody's ass, right? Yeah. He's kicking everybody's ass. He's unstoppable. Yeah. And He's wearing a power glove. And it depends on how you play the guy and, like, the heart he sees in you mm-hmm. if he really kills you as a young kid, mm-hmm. you know? 
does he get three perfects on you in a, or two perfects on you in a row or does he kind of like let you let you try out his new moves and plays with his off character or whatnot yeah, yeah. and I feel like for a guy like Jay-Z as a writer like for a guy like Jay-Z is like or Kanye, these guys have to play with all their heart and intensity, which they may not have anymore. Yeah. For you not to fucking hit them with a fucking, you know, infinity yeah. combo and end it yeah. with a super move what, yeah. while they're with their girlfriend. It's sort of like everyone goes really hard against you when you're the champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's in sports, too. It's like when, the, you know, the Heat, everyone comes up every game for the Heat. And sort of with Jay-Z, you hold him. Even I remember, I remember the the source review for in my, in my what, Hard Knock Live Volume 2, right? Mm-hmm. And the, and the first sentence was like championship seasons for MCs like Jay Z are like are expected. Mm-hmm. Like that was like the first line, mm-hmm. and that was like his whole career. Like so, I mean, I feel like you expect it, and it's hard to relate when you were a fan. I, mean, I, was, I was the biggest Jay Z fan always. I never fu- like fuck. I never understood the fucking backpackers out liking Jay Z. I was like, how do you hear Brooklyn's finest and not think this is like the greatest song ever? Yeah. yeah. How do you hear like fucking but backpacker presidents? But I mean, I feel like like Jay Z served. He served the backpackers at the end of the day, you know, like, yeah. like because like as, you know, backpackers were all like he ended that anti he, anti-materialism yeah. and you know like anti you know misogyny. But it's like, all right, in the fucking real world, is like in the situation that I came up in, I'm gonna explain to you, you know, you fucking close-minded fucks exactly why we are this way. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So like, I mean, he's he's done he's done a lot yeah. for like the average. It's just hard for, to for write the average guy that wants to be rich. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's like Neil Young is not writing the same great songs he wrote when he was. 26 yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean and like but you still fuck with neil young so it's really hard as a critic i think because you you're inherently like trying and like as a fan because you just want that old jay-z you know it's never gonna happen i mean i feel like when you when you listen to a record like this you're grappling with the same yeah issues but i feel like i mean and you hate it but i feel like the kendricks and the j coles and the schoolboys kendrick and schoolboy I, I would leave j cole out of this i mean and and you know and the kendricks and j coles and schoolboys and the macklemores yeah. and the danny browns even though you know this this young this young group of generations for yeah. for the young you not not you you now but the young you that will turn into you later this is like this is their this is their fucking reasonable doubt fucking you know uh, this is their you know though, like these records are for them and low key this is old people music this is old people this is old music. people music you know <laughs> like and well, you watch gotta, the throne was old like old it was adult music super adult you know? yeah I mean I don't know like I don't know if you know, it's an interesting question because it's like very rarely do I find music made by older people as entertaining as music made by younger people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, because I feel, and I feel it goes back to what we were, you know, we were talking about Except earlier. James Brown. Yeah, I, I, listen, <laughs> listen, I listen to James Brown disco shit like all the time. Yeah. Uh, but like, I mean, that's interesting because I mean, he flipped styles and like, but the difference is like Jay-Z wants to compare himself to Picasso and all this shit. Picasso only had to do an image. Like Jay-Z has to tell a story and the problem with Jay-Z is like he never was a great narrative storyteller. What? You're out of your goddamn mind. Ever, I think it was about him. I'm not talking. I, 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 I should clarify that because you're right. He told great stories about himself. Jay Z never told great stories about other people. What's the, what's the what's this? I forgot the name of the song, and maybe you can help me out. But it's the one about the uh, the you know the he ends a line with like you know uh, be a father, you're killing your son. The song about about like how the chick had a kid and the kid grew up to be like a like a not a d-boy but like a stick-up kid and got killed by his father at the end because he never knew his father this is one of the coming of age songs with memphis bleak uh no nah, it wasn't one of those uh let me i'm gonna text my lady but, but anyways but like, most of this got good stories no, man not the same way like like not like a like a you know outcast or a Nas or like the, i mean What's the, a great outcast story the art of storytelling that's not as great as the song I'm talking about. Uh, I think uh, what's it called? That song, Spotty Op- uh, Spotty Adi. 
Dopalicious is, an, is a great story. I think I don't know. It's it's it, Jay Z. He, I mean, he's an amazing rapper, and I, I would probably say he might be the greatest rapper of all time. But it, it's mm. just sort of he was really great at talking about himself and making you feel him. There's a reason why he, one of his biggest songs was, or not biggest, but you remember that song, "You Must Love Me." Yeah. Like, like it was like he wanted you to love him. Yeah. And Jay Z, it's all about him. He's very id. It's that's why him and Kanye really like. Uh, and I think it's nothing love each other. I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing more pretentious for a, for a writer to like be like, I understand how society works. Like, I, I feel like. Like a dude can, you can only truly, like, tell your story as as a uh, as a, like a political being or a man affected by this environment, and hope that it resonates with a gang of other people going to totally. share shared yeah. experience. And that's what Jay Z did. But he's just done it so many times, and it's really hard to keep on doing the well, same. Well, now story. He, he's not. He's telling. He's not telling the ninety nine percent story. He's telling the one percent story. Yeah. So like they, you know, he's telling the story of all the guys like. I remember, you know, when I was fucking before I started working on Wall Street and I was living in this little shitty apartment and, and uh, you yeah, know, he's yeah. telling their, all the people who actually made it story. And now, like, all the people who can't make it because we can't make everybody can't make it. All the people who can't make it. Who's like, going to make it to that level? Like, that shit is just like, I mean, like, no one. It's like one thing to be like, all right, cool. Well, I can get this bottle of champagne if I save up for a minute. Like, if I like if you go out hard one time, you're like, I can maybe get like a. $500 bottle of champagne or something ridiculous. No one's going to be able to buy a Basquiat. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to buy, like, go to, like, the art auction in the Christie's and be like, yo, give me eight Rothko's and a Robert Rauschenberg stat. <laughs> yeah. <Bounce. laughs> Peace. <laughs> like, you can't do that. And it, and it, and it alienates people, I think. And it's just hard because it's like, he's still rapping about his real life. Like, how could, you can't necessarily hate that, but you don't have to enjoy that. Yeah. Well, hey, let's go to a commercial break. I want to get back and talk about Hellfire Club's fucking star fucking player right now now milo because this is the exact opposite of the jay-z thing and i think people are fucking with it because there's all this fucking is it the exact or are you just doing branding integration i'm, oh, no. <laughs> I, hey, I'm a horrible businessman <laughs> i didn't find i didn't i didn't find a kid i don't know i just be on twitter but like <laughs> like twitter like, bio i just be on twitter <laughs> yeah but like you know like kids are really fucking with it and i don't know why but uh we'll play the record all right all right Hey, thank you guys for listening to Shots Fired with uh, Jeff Weiss, myself, No Can Do. Uh, we got this great idea, kind of borrowed it from Andrew T. We uh, have a phone number that uh, we want you guys to call and fire shots. We want you to rant like we rant, you know? Preferably about music, but it can be whatever. It can be things in pop culture, but it, it <laughs> can be culture, about yeah. us, you know, like, yeah. you know, the things you say on the, on the message board. Tell you me know? to shave. Exactly. <laughs> Jeff, what's the number? It's 424-216-6230. All right, say it again one more time. 424-216-6230. For sure. And once again, thank you guys for listening to Shots Fired. Bow. Shots Fired. All right, we're back. This is Shots Fired, No Can Do, and Jeff Weiss. Yeah. This is Self-History and Illusion. Oh, yeah. Milo's record. Basically, I'm, I, we're, we're coming Co-branded in. Co-branded integration. We're coming in with the... Uh, <laughs> See, multimedia <laughs> platform. We're, we're coming in with a, a, a record off of Milo's uh, Milo's EP, or it's a mixtape actually, but it was like everything was chopped up and like replayed. So, yeah, uh, yeah we can't sell none of this. It's free. Uh, go to hellfireclub.bandcamp.com to rip it.
place where the light enters So I stuck my right paw in an ice blender I tend to ruin something nice and delicate I've got the wingspan of several mighty pelicans So I got down on these ashy knees And begged forgiveness for the same blasphemies That I'd finger painted with pap smear yeast And bloggers had called my masterpiece But they couldn't pronounce it right I'm feeling mad, anxious, cranky, and boneheaded Home alone with some filthy animals And we're undressing the subtext to a stressful lesson Like I used to skip my string instrument sessions Thought I smelled the cedars of Lebanon Mistook my notebook as flowers for Algernon uh, I forgot it's a James Blake song but, yeah. I love that's, why, that's why I'm crying <laughs> Dark storms, thunder and mad lightning iPhone, notepad, app, don't look like my handwriting I couldn't see you with my moon goggles Now I run art rap, it's a boondoggle And it seems right, I think I'm Steve Reich They called me Steve Urkel But now I'm Prince Nelson And my cloak's purple I dare say you act funny I'm drowning out your poopy rap songs With Thomas Pinchon audiobooks That I bought with rap monies Kids really like it, and I don't <laughs> he, he references things I don't know I do, I went to college <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, I went to the school of the streets I went to a liberal arts school <laughs> He does too he's like a philosophy know, major yeah. yeah no he's, he's a smart kid he does it well and he's at least self-aware and funny so i feel like he he, he gets away with it and he's he's, a, he's good he's gotten so much better too i remember when shattered the shards in my shirt pocket knuckle off scar from sparring inert objects shots of mccall and a call in a work party my counterpart called me to party in her body Guess list, guess I won't stand in line And she got a doorman, what kind of man am I? Brass knuckles on her hands of time Oh baby, did they bust my lip? Did they black my eye? Did they crush my dreams? Did they smash my pride? Did they change my trajectory? Nah, 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 see I'm zen like the Dalai Lama Ignite the mighty wine, the magic wine, the Kali Ganja If I tell a lie, it's wider than Obama's mama As of late, I just been delighted with dodging drama my nigga, my Nietzsche won't acknowledge karma I'm feeling so sublime all the time Rest in peace, Brad Sleeping by yourself at night makes you feel like a sleazebag Reading by yourself at night make me write some pretty deep raps And these raps make these pretty bitches pull out the knee pads And pray to the God of Hellfire wherever the fuck that he's at But Jimmy's here with a set of blue diamonds Tip tweezers pulling black hair magic out of Jimmy's beard Watching these normal niggas behave pretty weird Now I'm a normal nigga That's pretty weird I'd have to say that I murdered that. That that was a great verse. That was good rapping. Okay, cool. It was good rapping in the art of rapping. Like, right. I'm so happy. Mellow album. Yeah, I, I'm oh, so got, well, yeah. I, I'm so happy to have like, like, young, excited people around me, mm-hmm. like Milo and like Pistol and guys like yeah. that. Because it makes me like, I swear to God, I forget that I'm a rapper sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're at the park with your kids all day and then, you know, you go pay bills and you're like, I remember, you know, when I was their age, all I did was rap, played a little Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> you know, and like, 
and fucking, you know, I'd be at Taco Bell with my friends. We'd be like ciphering at Taco Bell, yeah. thinking of thinking of things that rhyme with Burrito Supreme. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and I don't do that anymore. So it's good. Mean Gene. Yeah. You know? Ogreland. My ego's <laughs> serene or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Spleen. Yeah. But like, now, Listerine. now, now yeah. to have guys like this around I spit it. Spit rhymes like Listerine. It really makes me happy. <laughs> spit rhymes like Listerine. I, I think I've said that before. Yeah. I think everyone freestyling has said that before. <laughs> I think I've said that before. Man, uh, it's funny. Um, all right. Well, I think we should, <laughs> we've, we've meandered long enough. I think we should maybe just, why don't we play some shots? Wind up this episode. Oh, I forgot about the shots. Let's play some shots. We are going to fire shots or we're going to play fire shots. Cody hates us. He's got so much shit to do right now. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we, we booked this till four. We got 10 minutes. We got nine minutes, dude. Yeah. We can play 12 shots. I like to say thank you to all the shots fire listeners. Love you guys. Hey, Jeff. Hey, first can do. I called earlier, but uh, I had something to add. Something popped into my head, so I thought I'd give you a ring again. Um, you said that you wanted people to call in and fire shots, so um, I had a suggestion for the show. Maybe it seems to me that you guys stay in your comfort zone too much, that you just, like, I mean, it's natural, but you just stick with things that you know a lot about and that you yourselves enjoy a lot. Maybe you should branch out and do something weird like a nerdcore episode or mm. a horrorcore episode. And even though those are awful genres of music, obviously, I'm sure a lot of humor can be found in doing that type of episode. Why is it got to be um, awful? I don't know, so that's just a suggestion. Matt. I don't think we should use this one. Do with that as no. you will. No, it's, what's the point of that? He just goes giving us a suggestion. It's not a shot. I have something to say about that. Did you record that, Cody? Hey, look, I like you call nerdcore awful. It is when, awful. I mean, but, you know, somebody enjoyed, like, dude, Open Mike Eagle. <laughs> I know, right? He likes nerdcore. He loves nerdcore. You know, like, I, I came from the video game industry. We played a lot of shit like that while we were sitting around, you know, playing each other in video games. You like listen to MC Lars, like, what? Yeah, you know, MC like. MC Frontalot. You know, MC Frontalot. Dude, MC Frontalot came up to me, handed me a CD, and said he's a big fan. That's nice. You know, and, like. I, I, you know what? Like, as I've gotten older, I, I've grown to, uh, not hate that sort of stuff but i just also i don't listen to it you know so it's just why i'm i'm not a rapper i think because yeah. i think i probably would have vo- vocally gone expressed and, it I, well you'd be I, a battle rapper nah you'd be like i hate everything I'd be like a subpar asap rock yeah <laughs> like a really subpar asap rock like i don't know what i mean Plus, zilla rocka does my shit that better than i would have ever done it so i'm like that's cool that's why i think, I think that's why i like zilla he's like your voice your rap voice i feel i probably would have made music a lot like that but he would does it better than i ever would have yeah mm-hmm. so yeah no need yeah um, listen I mean, to zilla rocka yeah horrorcore horrorcore i mean we can do the horrorcore shit like early cool. early lock shit was horrorcore Nah, not really more that's, like no, that's what more they like said they used to Isham do and grave diggers and yeah I don't know. I did a double up podcast on that shit. Halloween. You should listen to that. We, hey, we should do one for Halloween. We should do a horror. Yeah, we'll core. do a horror core for Halloween. And Done. then uh, when some front a lot or like you know uh, mega random comes in, you know they come in town. We'll get them and we'll do a nerd core one because we're not trying to leave anybody out. Yeah, I want to do a stripper core one. I really want to get like some yeah. strippers or we some porn some stars. In. In here, talking about rap music, yeah, just to be like talk about the records they did, dude. It was the BET weekend the other day, yeah, and like I saw like hella strippers that rap out, you know, like you yeah, know, we I, failed there, <laughs> <laughs> fucking failure. All right, another one. All right, let's go. Yo, what's up? It's Alex Ludovico from Chicago via Gary, Indiana, currently in Atlanta. 
<laughs> I'm where I can all get where you get shot at. And I was thinking, I'm what firing record? shots at Jeff. Bro, all you talk about is the shit you hate. What rap albums have you liked in 2013? I know we both fuck with that Kevin Gates, but what else are you fucking with? Jesus Christ, stop hating. No picture is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what do I like? I don't know, Alex. You've read the website where <laughs> I talk about things that I like every single day. I mean, yeah, the Run the Jewels. The truth is there haven't been that many great rap albums in 2013, is the truth. There's been the Kevin Gates album is amazing. The Run the Jewels album is amazing. Jesus has some good moments, but it's like a f- very flawed album. Like, I, there's a lot of good singles. I mean, those Schoolboy Q singles have all been incredible. Mm. Um, I don't look. I look at Jeff. I've said this on this episode today. It is not Jeff's job to be like is likable to like everything and to be, be a good person. And no, 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 and, and just be to like susceptible to cheap tricks to make people like some shit. You know, like I was, at, I took my daughter to the pool a couple weeks ago. I took them to fucking Laces. You know, and on Team Fly records are dope. There's a rap on that. Go on, continue. But I took them to the pool on Sunday, and then like over in the lanes, there was just like you know Asian swim team, you know, and the coach didn't smile the whole time. These guys were excellent swimmers. They're swimming fast with perfect form. But if they had, like, or near perfect form, but if it wasn't perfect, then, you know, the, the, the coach wasn't going to fucking smile and be happy. Freddie Gibbs' record is dope. The Serengeti's record is dope. Yeah. Milo's record is very good right now. Open Mike Eagle's new EP is very good right now. But what I'm saying is it's not your job. To, like, you're, you're, you want things to be held at Chance a higher standard. Chance the Rapper oh, shit yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Fuck that shit. All right. I love Alex Ludovica though. He's a good rapper. And uh Ashen Bronson, I like Sob Story. That wasn't amazing. Yeah. But it was good. I, I mean, I I like uh fuck, I even like that do the Durag Dynasty record was pretty good. I mean Who the fuck is, oh that's a there's like some throwback I Tyler the Creator as a wolf, I think, is a great record, actually. Yeah. Um We should play of, something out on, on that of one of these shit. days. We yeah. should have Tyler on here one day. Yeah. Maybe his next album. Alright. <laughs> play one <laughs> that fool is not too podcast. Um all right, let's do one more. Hey, Jeff. Hey, no can do. Love the show, guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you. So There's somebody likable. A couple questions. Um, on a previous episode that you guys did, uh, you made a reference that uh, that you two would see each other in traffic in L.A. and, like, freestyle together. And I was just wondering, is that true or if it was a joke? <laughs> if it was true, if you could elaborate more on that? And maybe talk about your guys', uh, like, origins of getting to know each other in the beginning. Yeah. Also, when are you guys going to have Jesse Thorne on as a guest? Oh, yeah. uh, a while ago, like a few months ago, I hooked you to, you guys up on Twitter, yeah. and it seems like a perfect match because he's on Earwolf shows all the time, and he's like, he has an encyclopedic knowledge of rap. He's actually the one who introduced me to E40, so that's pretty cool. Mm. Well, I guess that's all I really have to say. Uh, I love the show, guys. All right, keep up the good work. Thanks. Yeah, we've been meaning to get Jesse Thorne on, and that's my fault for not getting him on, because, I don't know, I have a lot of shit going on, and we need a, we need a show booker. Anyone who wants to be a show booker, holler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're accepting. But uh, how do we... we I did a story on... on uh, have we ever told the story? We oh, never told the story. I feel we have told the story. We never told the origin story. All right, so basically, first time I ever, you know, I saw Winslow Low in Theory, I saw him, I saw his music, I was like, yeah, he's, he's dope. I was like, all right, well, um, and then Jimmy the Law came out. And I went to do a story on uh, you for the Light Weekly. We hung out. It's when I was a vagabond living in two cities. 
Yeah, that's right. Bad times. Yeah, so we did, I did the story, did the interview, found out he went to like the rival. We went to rival high schools, and then basically he, he was the same grade as uh, we were one year apart. And uh, there was this. We I played basketball, and we got into this fight with this dude, this like gang member from Culver City High, who was like like a. Widow, what's his name? Widow. Shout out to Widow. Yeah, I was bawling his ass up. <laughs> and uh And Widow, like a lot of like the gang bangers at Culver City High had chips on their shoulders. And I think Jeff got into some kind of altercation with him. And I was like, anybody who gets into an altercation like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, he was it was I beat him about we he wasn't that good at basketball. I feel like, you know, I don't know I don't know if it's all right. The dude did anything particular to me, but I, I feel like he might have like slapped books out of my hand in the hallway and when I was in ninth grade yeah. or some shit. It had to happen. When I was a young man I had ups. I used to be I was I was good. I used to be able to jump and could never really shoot well, but I could play all right. And then yeah, so then we you know, we we had I'm like yeah, I'm like, yeah I was amazing at sport. Uh no, whatever. But, I was a baller. Yeah. Yeah, and then young Palotero, and then I found myself here. Um, anyways, but yeah, then we never freestyle with each other. <laughs> no, I would never fucking freestyle with him. He's he's way better than I am. That's the thing about freestyling, though. I feel like when you're like, a, there's such a difference. Like it's like basketball. It's like you, like you can be like a good pickup basketball player, and then you'll play against somebody who's like a professional or like a D. I remember the first time I played, play, I was I thought I was really dope, you know. Mm. And I played against D three guys, you know, mm. at my school, and I I could hold my own with most of the D three guys. Mm. Then you play against a D one guy, and you're like, holy, <laughs> like they would like strip it from you every time. Like, like rapping with, I feel like with the freestyle shit. Like if I'm around other freestylers that are, if I'm around like Hollow, mm-hmm. or if I'm around like Supernat, mm-hmm. or I, I freestyle with like Mac Lethal and Juice, and I've yeah. been all that shit. Like that's. That's that brings something else out of me yeah. that makes me do amazing. But I can freestyle. I can doing low end has made me like more f- a fun person. You know, yeah. in my battle rap days, I would always take it to ten all the time. Yeah. But now it's like you know, I know how to just you know have fun with it. So we yeah. can probably freestyle, but we don't do that. No, no, having fun. I don't have any fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's uh let's. That was a good shot. Good. Thank you for sending your shots yeah, in. Thank you. Send more. Please. Let's go out on. Can we go out on a Milo song Ecclesiastes? Yeah, we're gonna go out on Milo song Ecclesiastes. It's the single. Also on Hellfire Club. On Hellfire Club. Get it on your Samsung Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. They we we sold them a hundred million copies and they they charged no us. more shots fired. We're just we're just gonna only be phone magnets. Through 17 muzzles. If you want to fight me, you need 70 muscled men clad in the finest chain mail. Chain links, click spam, filter my how time makes. Man shrink, ego id flack. Lossless files, the demands of this modern life. My boss is the arbiter of strife, but I am my own employer, so that can't be right. Too scared to ask Cone for what beats are left. I should have gone to school to become a pizza chef. Granola bars and drank a basin of frozen stars. 
This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Ackerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead. <laughs>